Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Enlightened Mike podcast. My name is Tim, as always, and I'm joined, as always, by Jacob, and as sometime always by Archer, uh, it's Archibald. Um, how are you guys doing? I'm so happy to have two of you on here together. <laughs> it feels it feels like I've been dating two people. And they're both in the same room now. That's we get real awkward. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad we were able to put this together. So we wanted to talk about some uh, outsiders uh, today. Um, you know, there's a lot of spoilers. We're not going to go over all of them because that'd be like a four hour episode. But uh, we did want to go over kind of our top five. And uh, I say, it, let's just uh, let's just dive into it. Um, which one of you gentlemen wants to go first? Jacob, take it away. All right, cool. Uh, so I think the way we're going to do this, we're going to go back and forth, uh, just kind of talking about, uh, certain cards that piqued our interest, uh, personally. So I'm going to go ahead and start. I know I talked about this in the last time we were on the pod. Um, but my top one right now is going to be dishonor. Um, the main reason I, I love dishonor is, uh, and I'm excited to see it played is it, it brings a design space to Ninja that I'm particularly hyped about. Um, it feels very thematic for the ninja to have these kind of small attacks that have really great on hits. <clears throat> and um, really, the reason to talk about Dishonor is all of the ninja cards uh, kind of attached to it, all the combo cards that are a part of it. Uh, change names and add names with this set. Um, how do you feel about that, Archer? How do you feel about Dishonor, first off? And then how, does the, how do you feel about the cards that uh, allow for the name changing so things like Dishonor are, are, are really easy to pull off? Yeah, it, it's really cool. I um I think it allows for a lot of flexibility with Ninja now. Um, that I thought Katsu was like really rigid before, um, but now you have a lot of you can be like water, right? It's uh it's very on point. Um, and actually, one of the cards that I'm gonna talk about later, um, the mask uh does this, and I think has like potential for a lot of really, really degenerate stuff in the future. Love yeah, ma- mask of many faces, I believe. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just the idea that, um, it's a blue block for three, um, with, with one of the craziest on hits we've seen in the game. Um, the fact that it's a game persistence effect, uh, we haven't seen anything like that before. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, uh, to see that. And I, I also just, I love the theme of, uh, of card games and I love the idea of this, that if you, if you let this hit, you've like dishonored your entire family, your entire clan or class. And and you will it will be remembered the whole game as you have no effect on your on your hero. Um which as we were talking about last time is not significant for all matchups, but the matchups of where it is significant, you will have to play around this card and that fact alone is is really fun. Um whether yep. you know it's in the list or not, you have to be ready for it. Um yeah and, and then you're on Dory and stuff like that. Yeah, and then at its core, it's just a blue block three, zero cost blue block three, which is like Ninja has so many options for those now. It's insane. <laughs> um, and like I was trying to build a Katsu deck with some of the new cards, and it was like I don't so open. there's too many cho- choices for the blues, which is like kind of awesome to have like your your like base of a deck be very um, varied. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a dope card. Uh, yes, yeah, something I'll say though on that point is a lot of people every time they see a ninja card, and I'm not I'm not trying to like like d- d- dishonor what you're saying. See what I did there? 
but but the the uh, uh, the the blue block three like Ninja has so many of those now, right? Like it's just like yes, like they have so many so many to choose from, more than you need perhaps. But it is nice to have that selection and have more utility because some of them are kind of gross or not gross, uh, kind of bad, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Should we move to the next one? Yeah, let's. Uh, what's what's your first one, Archer? All right, we'll stick with Ninja. Um, I want to talk about Cyclone Roundhouse. Uh, and then tying in with Mask of the Many Faces. Um, Cyclone Roundhouse, um, similar to Dishonor, is like some of the only disruption that we've seen out of Ninja. And in the set, we have a lot more disruption out of Ninja. Really, really cool. Um, but Cyclone Roundhouse banishes a random card. Um, if you fulfill its combo text, banishes a random card defending each chain link. So immediately comes to mind like what's katsu's worst matchup or like what what what's keeping katsu from being relevant prior to this set right and it was like old him and it was yeah. like other aggro decks being faster and more efficient and like katsu got more efficient numbers on a lot of his cards and he got a way to banish rampart which I is mean, like nuts. <laughs> yeah this 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 card oh i didn't realize this card banished rampart sweet. that's pretty insane actually yeah, yeah. 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 so it was funny <laughs> When I read this card, I wasn't really sure what like the use cases were at first because I was like, are they saying that you're banishing links so it counts as like hits for previous chains? And no, that's not what it is. It's 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 the idea of removing equipment. Because in a lot of cases, banishing a card is not super relevant. In some matchups, it will be. There will be matchups where, you know, if, rem if remembrance is a thing and they they block something early that with a card that they are planning on getting back later. Um, and you're able to banish it outright right there, that can be significant, but its best its best place is getting rid of a piece of armor. Um, I also love the idea of getting rid of a piece of, like, temper or battle-worn armor uh, mm -hmm. before they get the full use out of it. You know, they get that two block in, and then you're just like, cool, now that's gone for the rest of the game. No more Grasp of the Arknight. No more... Uh, uh, yeah, that's actually got a lot more... Like, a lot of like, really dynamo. cool use cases in, in the background, right? Of Like, like uh, the... Um, um, uh, yeah, the, the, like you said, like, banishing somebody's utility... Even if it's not, a, like, necessarily a bad matchup for you. Like, the... But yeah, banishing a Grasp or banishing a Valiant. Like, that. Th those are both really good examples. And, wow, this actually seems really powerful. Holy cow. I mean, it's, it's, it's at least a must-block, right? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, it's not an on-hit. It's not an on-hit. Oh shoot! Okay, I just need to read this card. It's this good. is really good. It's okay. So <laughs> yeah. what it says specifically is at the beginning of the reaction step, banish a random defending card from each chain link. Um, and I think the way it's the reason it's worded that way is that so your opponent still has a chance after it's activated to play defenses to that chain link. Um, so it can't banish like the, your your opponent can't like play the sink below to the chain link of Cyclone Roundhouse. And then Cyclone Roundhouse bounce it out. The bouncing happens before uh, the opponent has a, a chance to respond. So this, uh, I want to yeah, bring easy. up uh, Mask of the Many Faces, which is uh, the new common uh, ninja equipment that uh, you can pay one as an instant. Um, and then the next, uh, and then you name a card and the next attack action card you play, uh, I think it has to have combo, might not, um, gains that name. Combo is so not necessary, yeah. Okay, cool. And so this card like has like crazy utility going forward because as more cards come out and more interactions between cards, this the card ceiling is like nuts. But what I was trying to do in, in this deck that I was building, and I was talking with Natan, our resident Oldham player on the team. But like if if Oldham 
is trying to play around it. Like they're like, I'm not going to block with Rampart when I think the combo is going to come. If they ever block a Kadachi with Rampart, you can pop this mask and then play your uh, your Cyclone from Arsenal and then get that Rampart out of there. And then your Kadachis are going to do chip damage for the rest of the game. And I think you just win. Like I don't. If they can only crown, they have to give you a whole card. Like it's it changes the matchup. I think a lot. Um, I think Mask of the Many Faces is good in the older matchup because you're not getting you're not getting your uh, your momentum hits anyway. Um, you think that's, it's good? That's actually a good point. So that's, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is is I feel like like if it like in a vacuum, you're like, oh yeah, like a control deck, Mask of like Mask of uh, Momentum. Uh, you you want to like you want to draw cards. You want to present on hits every single turn. But you're presenting on hits anyway, and the the mascot momentum usually doesn't matter because they just like block a Kadachi with seeds or rampart or something. Um, and so I think I think that's a really good point, and that's what I was gonna say is I think mask in many cases is actually better into like those bad matchups than it is um, because because of exactly Cyclone Roundhouse, right? Like it's fine, it's like cute in other scenarios, right? But uh, with Cyclone or, uh, Cyclone Roundhouse, it's just pretty insane into those those yeah. decks. And Mask of the Many Faces lets you play these uh, these combo enders, these like devastating combo enders, without having to play the whole line. Oh, um, yeah. And and so you can just run three Cyclones, plop one in Arsenal, and then just set up for it. And then if they're not going to block with Rampart on a Kadachi, you're getting chip damage with Kadachi. So like you're gonna, it's like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something really smart about this card. I, you know, I really only thought of it as a limited card uh, at first, but it does have it does have legs. I think. Even I had a I had an idea for a Phoenix Flame, uh, um, Phoenix Form Phi, Phoenix Form Phi that that took advantage of this and being able to put two Phoenix Flames on the chain pretty seamlessly, you know. So getting to your third one is not uh, unimaginable. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, Phoenix Form having the ability it has to hit that hard in those control that's matchups a, and just cool, being able, yeah. To, yeah, just being able to pack this mask to pull that off seems seems worth it I, I i don't know yet if it's a complete replacement for pouncing links but um i definitely based on this conversation it has more legs than than i originally gave it i think, I think yeah the, i think it's more than is, it at least the point is is the card has potential and yeah. it can be a build around it can be a tech card i i think that card like people saw and they're like oh it's a limited card you only want mask momentum but like against decks they're gonna block you anyway like mask momentum is not giving you anything in a world of combo, it being able to just basically what it says is like pitch one to get a combo card on the chain, um, and that that idea in and of itself is just it's really smart. Um, it allows you to have way more powerful three card hands as long as you have that extra resource of like a tunic even, so you're not even paying for it. That's that's real nice. Um, and again, you're gonna pocket it just like all the ninja cards. You're gonna pocket it for that for the for the most significant turn. Mm-hmm. So one resource to to turn on a very significant on hit is is valuable in a lot of matchups. I think I think you're right. I think it's something that we should play around with, test, um, and see if we can find something fun with that. I'm yeah, on. I think I think it's I think it's a really awesome uh, card. Uh, that wasn't actually on the list either. Uh, <laughs> it's just the, uh, it's the, our our show notes say Cyclone Roundhouse with a cheeky mask of many faces. Shout out. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nice, nice sneak and archer. Uh, I think I think that would be uh, on my list. Like if I were to like you know write a list, which I didn't, I left it to you guys. But if I were to write a list, I think after that discussion, it would be on just because there's a lot of possibilities and it would be fun to explore. 
Um, okay, cool. So uh, let's go to your uh, number two, Jacob. So my number two is uh, Burdens of the Past. Now, this is another card I picked, again, for how unique of a design space it is. Um, and the fact that it's a generic that I think has a lot of traction. So Burdens of the Past is a zero-cost uh, blue block three. <laughs> it reads, until the end of the turn, target hero can't play defense reaction cards with the same name as a card in their graveyard. Uh, if there are 10 or more defense reaction cards in their graveyard, draw a card. So <laughs> as an aggro player, this card is awesome. I am so, so fucking hyped to play this card. Um, this is great. Into... What's the use case for this this card for the for the folks at home? Okay, so so right off the bat, this is a really good Briar card. It's a blue uh, block three that can be a block four. Um, that was the first thing that came to mind is uh, as an OG Briar player, this was high on my list as another blue block four for Briar that has inherent go again, zero cost. Um, into the matchups where you're really being slowed down, um, your old hymns and your Dromai runs quite a bit of defense reactions. Um, and as we're going to see, um, we have a new hero in this set that also has and leans into defense reactions. So I think the on hit, or the not the on hit, but the conditional on this is very relevant. Um, where if they have 10 or more defense reactions in their graveyard, you just get to draw a card off of this so it replaces itself. That's great. Um, but basically, it's going to help you push through. If you're aggro and you're running into these matchups that are really dependent on, on efficient blocks and getting your sync blows, basically you've said, hey, if you've played a sync below this game, you can't play it this whole turn. Hey, if you've played a fate for seeing this game, you can't play it this whole turn. Um, that's just really good. And then in things like Katsu, it's another zero cost blue. So you have another Kadachi setup. Um, yeah, Archer, what do you what are you thinking about this card? Uh, I think as a blue, you gotta immediately think like, how does this work late cycle? And that second line already tells you how it's gonna work late cycle. So you pitch this early, you set, you set up. It's like an exude that's like a little bit more flexible, I feel like. Um, but yeah, you pitch it early, you pitch some attacks after, and then you set up like this big turn to make sure that second line, it replaces itself. Like you could set up some nasty, nasty things. This, this comboed and this comboed onto a CMH turn is very scary. Um, it's a nature CMH turn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, that, that's, you know, that's the dream. Sure. But this is this is a this is a Briar card. This is a Briar card dream for sure. Um, I know we've all been testing on the Viz list. I think that this might have a space in there um, as a blue block three. Also great. Um, and the text on it's just relevant. And I think that that is just another great thing. It's just a, a generic blue block three that has genuinely relevant text, um, which is a dangerous space, right? I think if we have too many of those in this game, it it makes us base power level for all decks a little too high but um not all not all decks will want to run this like i don't see fatigue or control really trying to uh play something like this unless they're really pushing a severe on hit later in the game well because it's an anti-fatigue card we've seen a, exactly. like a few of them in this set uh there's another one the one for three go again that um if they block with an action card you put an action card from your graveyard on top of your deck like these are like there are they're introducing like interesting anti-fatigue cards um yeah it's just it's cool yeah i mean they won't ban remembrance so uh i just gotta, gotta get there somehow 
Um, so yes. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, Burns of the Past. Uh, good card. I didn't realize that was. Uh, I didn't realize that was a generic, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's pretty. I guess I just read Burns for everyone. Yeah, and I read Burns of the Past, and maybe I was like, oh, that's a that's like a Katsu sounding yeah. card. <laughs> so I just like, oh, that's a ninja card. I'm looking at it again, like, shoot, that actually is really good. It is a majestic. I think uh, maybe just signaling that it is kind of good. Not that that always matters. Valuable. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So that was number two for Jacob. Archer, what's your number two? All right, we're going to go with the only uh, legendary on my list, uh, Trench of the Sunken Treasure, which is the new Ranger chess piece. Uh, first of all, it's if you guys have seen it, because it's extended art, it is fucking gorgeous. And the art is like some of the coolest art I've seen on a piece of equipment. Yeah. Um, pirates, and, baby. Dude. <laughs> And like dope looking pirates too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really cool it, looking. I'll agree. It's a really interesting. So there's a couple things I like about it. One, uh, first thing, uh, it's arcane barrier on a card that has other utility, which I think more classes need, but they're going to limit that to like the thematic zones that they've kept it for. Like certain, cl not all classes will get arcane barrier on their equipment, but some classes do. Um, and I just think it's really important to have, as, as a wizard player, I recognize the importance of more access to AB. Um, the second thing is, it's his ability is wild and like has so much cool potential, specifically in Riptide. Uh, Riptide gets the free reloads, um, and you can do some really cool things with the bow, which is also an instant. So you can like layer and hold what, which priority. Bow you, which bow are you talking about? Are you talking about like uh, Voltaire or? Oh, no, barb the barb, barbed... Um, barbed uh, Castaway? Yeah, 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 that's pretty good. Both of those are instants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the new bow. I'm, I'm talking about Riptide. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, you can you can um, play a trap, hold priority on the uh, uh, Riptide trigger, um, use, your, uh, use your chess piece to sync the card in Arsenal, um, and then you have a free arsenal to then use the Riptide trigger to put to replace something in the arsenal. Um, and uh, Riptide's ability works with New Horizons where Reload didn't. Um, and so you can do, and then you get a resource to then flip that card and put an aim counter on. So then you can go into your turn with the zero cost aim counter card and just throw that. And then you're like throwing disruption at their face. Um, I think the card's really cool. Um, I think it's really good in Riptide. Probably not in any of the other Rangers. I mean, um, I think, like I, I was just thinking about it in context of of like Azalea or something, or 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 like Lexi, right? And um, I think it's a good way. Like, I feel like a lot of times that I've played a Lexi player that isn't just like on point with what they're putting into Arsenal. They're always like, "Oh my, that Lightning Press I put in Arsenal cost me like three turns of good damage." Yeah, and it's yeah. like, like. I'm I'm wondering if like that could kind of help with those situations. Like it kind of just like smooths out your your arsenaling and your hands in a way that like like you'd still have to you still have to play tight, but it just gives you like it gives you more options, right? Like kind of loosens the it, it, it takes yes. away one takes away one of the hoops that you have to jump through, right? So uh and and that's that's the thing I, I've always said about Ranger is like like you have to jump through so many hoops to like do like insane damage that like if you can take away one of the hoops, then great. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, 
I agree. I think I think Riptide or Riptide. Riptide. <laughs> I think uh, Riptide with that is going to be really cool. I think I think it could be really good with um, Azalea and Lexi as well. But I think that changes the texture of the deck for sure. Um, anything else to say about Trench of the Sunken Treasure? Yeah, um, this card's really this card's really good. Um, this card works like Crown of Seed works, um, but it's free. You're getting to set up your second cycle from your arsenal. Well, it's not, not it's not it is free this is once per turn instant card <laughs> so does uh but it doesn't cost a resource the same way crown of seeds does i know i know i'm just saying it's not you know you're putting a card away <laughs> right it's, you're, it's you're not a card free away. in the strictest and sense. you're not you're not getting it back but you're getting a resource off of it and it's you know it's it's an instant so you're playing it on your opponent's turn as well it has the utility of arcane barrier before it eventually breaks with the blade break so the idea is in some matchups you can get upwards of like five to six um, points of value off of a card like this. Uh, that's not counting the resources you might gain over the course of the game. Like this, this card brings a lot of value in a chess yeah. spot, um, which is important because every class, and I'm I'm just going to go out here with this hot take, every single class needs a tunic replacement. Tunic should be the floor. Tunic should be the floor. Ooh. Of, of of the items for every that's class, a, right? Like it's a great card. Yeah, it's a great card and it does a lot of utility, but I feel like every uh class should have a specific card that kind of elevates what Tunic is doing and is more specific. And we already have examples of that for a lot of different classes. So like Skeleton. Teclo Foundry Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Losing Skeleton was was sad. Losing Skeleton oh, was sad. It was, I, it was I want them to unban. Like written, I didn't even play I, think, I didn't even play this in like the heyday of Skeleta, but like I loved like I like that deck. Like I the Archer played uh Skeleta this and um okay. our friend our friend Sky, fellow team member, also like he was like he's like the best Vis player I've ever met. And it made me it made me really sad when uh Skeleta got banned for sure. So so yeah, I think I think every the, I think everybody every class needs some sort of an upgrade on tunic. I agree. What is it? Seismic? There's the seismic one for the guardians that works the same way where you're making a seismic search so you're like yeah. floating a resource over every turn. It's like and a delayed we, tunic. Yeah, and then we already then we have the um the new one for assassin. The I don't know if it's good though. That's that's the issue. Um the assassin one basically gives you a one resource discount on an attack reaction. Um, it does have the upside of all the assassin uh, equipment where you can pay the two silver to get it back. So there kind of is that uh, utility to it. I'm but... looking for that now. Is that a common? It's an assassin ninja. Oh, it's yeah. an assassin ninja combo. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ninja card as well? We're speaking mm -hmm. of... Uh, 